Hey, welcome back to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. We're recording this episode on Monday, June 5th, and joining me as always, my friend and colleague, Dr. Orfe Divangi. PhD economist. Dr. O, we're going to jump right into it. We're taping this on Monday. On Friday, the jobs report came out, and uh, I think everybody was a little bit stunned that the number came in at nearly double the estimate, 339,000 new jobs created in the month of May. The estimate was 195,000. So 14 straight months where job creation came in above the line of expectation I have been a skeptic of a number of things, the job report being one of them. You're smiling at me like, oh my goodness, you're about to give it to me. And then Wall Street went absolutely bananas. I'm talking about the stock market. Let's talk about these these job numbers that came in. What do you read in these tea leaves, my friend? Well, first of all, let's just make it clear. No recession, and everyone who predicted would be in a recession already was wrong. That's what this is. Employment increased by 339,000 in May. That's more than the three-month average. That's more than the six-month average. And it's roughly in line with the 12-month average monthly net gain of 341,000 jobs. So the labor market, although it had been cooling, seems to be accelerating, seems to be picking up steam in the latest month uh, jobs report. Is that something I worry about? Let's put it this way. The first thing is it's good news for Americans. Everybody who wants to work, who really wants to work is working. But there was some really, really good stuff in this jobs report that made me feel really, really good in, in terms of where the economy is headed. Because a lot of people have been worried that if more Americans are working, you might have a ton of pressure on the inflation front, right? If people are working, they're going to be spending more, right? They're going to be going on vacations and buying used cars. And all of that is, is going to be reflected in the CPI and, and PCE numbers, which by the way, the Fed is uh, not going to back down, right? They're going to try to bring down inflation. So that's been, that was kind of the concern that if, if the employment, if the jobs number is really, really good, if wage growth remains really, really strong, then inflation is going to be uh, elevated and we're going to get up, we're going to end up having more Fed rate hikes and interest rates are going to continue to tick up. So that's the concern, but I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged because the unemployment rate actually went up from 3.4% to 3.7% in the latest report. And that's a sign that People are coming into this labor force. People are returning into the labor force. That's where I want to pause you and and ask this question. With inflation being what it has over the last, really, I guess we're now into, I don't know, 16 months of very steady, 18 months of very steady inflation. Look, we always have some inflation, but we're, we're, you know, we peaked in June, right? And like over 9%, June of 2022 at over 9% inflation, we're going on a year of a Fed battle, intense battle to bring down inflation. So let me sneak a question in there. Do you believe that the job numbers are being influenced by people who have to work? Absolutely. It's a possibility that people are returning to the labor force because their savings are dwindling, right? That's absolutely a possibility. I mean, that's good. That's good news, right? So like you could end up having an economy that cools, right? Wage growth easing, moderating. Right, an economy that cools, 
simply because the the Fed's job could already be have been done, right? So inflation still somewhat elevated, but coming down. Interest rate, the Fed funds rate up five percentage points in one year. The credit card interest rates up, mortgage rates up. It doesn't matter what kind of lending, you, you know, personal loans rates are up across the board. And that is squeezing families. So it is very possible that with savings dwindling, especially at the bottom end of the income distribution, that a lot of people are saying, hey, I got to go back to work. There's also retirees, right? We know inflation really hurts when you're on that fixed income. That I was specifically thinking about the people that maybe have recently retired or have decided just where they are in terms of their age, decided to take Social Security earlier than they could have and uh, maybe need to supplement it. There's also something we saw in this report is self-employment went down. Right? You had a lot of people that, you know, kind of doing their own thing. And it turns out that maybe they just either was it didn't work out all that great, but they're back looking for work. And so that helped to cause the unemployment rate to tick up a little bit. And as the unemployment rate ticks up, there's downward pressure on wage growth, which is kind of the, what the Fed was trying to engineer, right? And so we're headed towards what I think is going to be likely, more likely now, a soft landing than a hard landing because, you know, things are heading around, their prices are cooling slowly. Very quickly, why did Wall Street like this so much? Why did the Dow go up 700 points on Friday. Because you have a resilient labor market. You have people working and when people work, they spend. And if they're spending, they're buying goods and services and that's good for investors, right? It's good for business. And then also it's, it, it also shows that potentially, we're, you, you know, I, I started the show by saying no recession. No recession is good for Wall Street. And so that's, uh, that's why people are, you know, investors are moving away from the safe haven from treasury yields towards the stock market. Now, of course, it was also very much helped by the fact that people think the Fed is pausing in June, right? Uh, that's good news. The Fed might be pausing, but is it really, right? Because, you know, if you look at the older numbers and we can do another podcast on this, you know, you saw, uh, you know, things kind of accelerating in the last couple of months. And then that, that worries me a little bit because maybe a pause, maybe another rate hike was necessary. Maybe a, maybe a pause could lead to, you know, a resurgence of kind of the inflation pressures that we saw previously that could then make the Fed hike even more at their later meetings uh, this year. And so anyway, we could talk about that later. This is uh, this is today, you know, last week's employment, employment report. It looked as good of a report, a jobs report as you could possibly get. You know, the, the, the softening, the unemployment rate ticking up, and yet you see some strong jobs growth. Some people have jobs. It also gives the Fed a ton of cover for more rate hikes if they if they needed to, right? To to hike to hike their policy rate. Good jobs report. It was great to see the stock market rally a little bit. Well, let's call it good. There, we'll come back you know, on the next episode and we'll talk about whether or not the, the Fed should pause. For Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. dot